And as I said at the moment, I am on the road for a couple of weeks. North America, Toronto and New York. And like anyone who has been fortunate enough to take a holiday in the US lately, I have been swallowing hard at just how much stuff costs. So get this, tomorrow night I'm staying one night in a mid-range New York hotel. Now I get it, it's it's New York, so it's always going to be expensive. This is probably a 3.5 star hotel, and the room is tiny, but, but for a sliding door the toilet is more or less right next to my pillow. And if I want to open my suitcase, the only space to do it is on my bed. So if I want to get anything out, I've got to put it up on my bed, get it out, and then shut the suitcase back up again. How much for one night, a Sunday night in this hotel room? 420 New Zealand dollars. 420 bucks. Now, it, it is not because there's a special event in New York this weekend. It's not because we're staying in a penthouse on Central Park. It's because... The hawkish response to inflation from the U.S. Federal Reserve, America's central bank, is driving up the U.S. dollar to its highest point in years. It's interesting. I looked up the index that follows the U.S. dollar compared to other currencies, and it shows that the USD is up about 20% compared to this time last year compared to other currencies around the world. Now, obviously, I chose to come here on holiday, okay? So <laughs> the world's smallest violin is playing right now. I'm not going to moan too much. But the ripple effects of the strong US dollar aren't just hurting tourists. And as the inflation battle continues, they're going to continue to impact countries around the world. The, um, the Consumer Price Index numbers for New Zealand this week were... Yet another sobering indicator that for all of our optimism and all of our wishful thinking, we still have a lot of pain to come in the economic aftermath of the pandemic. So far, it is um, tourists and a few mortgage holders who are swallowing the hardest. But I'm not convinced the New Zealand public has fully grappled with the looming alternative to high inflation. I don't think many of us have paused and considered how life could feel in the next 12 to 18 months as the Reserve Bank hikes again and maybe again and maybe again after that and we start to see the impact of much higher borrowing costs on the labour market. Yes, interest rates for mortgage holders are one thing, but we are likely headed for a recession and presuming the Reserve Bank continues raising the OCR, there's good reason to think we are headed for a meaningful, painful spike in unemployment. In a way, it's a bit of an economic Sophie's choice, really, eh? What's worse, high inflation or higher unemployment? Both options are bad. And although central banks and politicians are going to try and find a middle ground of sorts, there aren't too many causes for jolliness at the moment. Uh, for incumbent politicians everywhere, it, it is a massive challenge. I think Liz Truss's diabolical tenure will serve as good warning that reckless economic policies won't get you far. The piper simply has to be paid. Even if you can sell a free lunch delusion to your voting base, it is a tougher ask selling it to the bond markets. What do the bad numbers mean for the New Zealand election next year? Um, well, as it so often does, essentially it'll all come down to voters' back pockets and the party's economic credibility. But even more than by policy differences and debates and campaign strategies, the New Zealand election will be decided by the actions of the US Federal Reserve. 
you know, stare at a crystal ball and what the Fed will do over the next 12 months, and you will have as good an indicator as any as to what major party will win next year's election. And maybe if the Fed keeps aggressively hiking rates, who knows? Jacinda Ardern will decide, actually, it's not worth it after all. She will succumb to the, to the whispers and the unfounded speculation and decide to take a job at the UN instead of fighting another campaign. If she does move to New York, though, my only advice would be to make sure she gets paid in greenbacks.